0: to the Transatlantic Theater Podcast. I am your co-host Oscar Reese Freeman. and I'm joined by, as always, with my uh, my co-host, the, the other guy. I never know how to say this. The other guy. Yeah, I know. It's like transitions yeah. are difficult. Anyway, yeah. uh, this is Marcos Rodriguez signing on for another fantastic fucking podcast. Signing on. We're not a radio show. Yes, we are, Reese. What do you think podcasts are? They're like the modern day fucking radio shows. How dare you? They kind of are, I mean, to be honest. No, they are. I mean, to be fair, yeah. I do like – like I got into listening to uh, – when I was down in Georgia, I listened to a lot of – what is it? Georgia Public Radio, which was just uh, NPR. And um, I really I really liked listening to them. Uh, The people who are on there, like the radio hosts, have like tons and tons of years of experience in doing what they do. So it's just a pleasure to listen to them go. And they're not like – they're not crazy – radicalists they don't try to put their opinions on anything they just really try to report the news and i liked that a lot about them i mean you could tell they were kind of biased but for the most (laughs) part it wasn't really that bad and hardly noticeable um fair enough especially since you're in the south uh they wanted to uh they wanted to not appear too conservative uh to alienate you know the southerns and how conservative they are down there um, but they also didn't want to be completely biased on that side either. So it was, it was pretty nice. I liked, I like listening to it. Um, okay. Well, uh, you hear it, You've heard it here, folks. If you want to hear professionals who've been doing it on the air for years and know exactly what they're doing, uh, don't listen to our podcast. Cause we're all, <laughs> we're just a bunch of amateurs. We're just amateurs. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, man. The, uh, the, the amateur pod, the amateur Atlantic podcast. Amateur Atlantic. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> amateur. Just go in, type into Google, type amateur videos and see what you get. You probably get like a bunch <laughs> of you probably get a bunch of adult porn, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the Atlantic, mm-hmm. yeah. So I've fallen down the strange rabbit hole on YouTube. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh we're just this is something we were slightly talking about before we the podcast started. Yeah. Um yeah, so I found this channel. What's the guy's name? It's like Sam something. Sam Holmes Sailing. Okay. Um, and it came up I'll, – I'll explain why it came up on my recommended as well because that's another pocket of the internet I've fallen down. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So this was – so I'll start from the beginning. I, I just like happened to see some video that was recommended out of nowhere. That was like this guy who's like uh, stranded on, uh, on an island. Uh, like th- these people basically – I forget what the title was for the clickbait, but it got me. And it was like these five Australian guys mm-hmm. who their boat flipped over and they were on a random island north of Australia. Damn. And they were so calm about it. Uh huh. They were just, they were laughing. Like they were like, oh, come on, buddy. You still got like five albums in you. You can't die now. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and like they were just having a good time. Uh huh. And I was like, I'm just, just to be clear, they are stranded on an island without a boat now, right? And like, I'm just watching the video to make sure that's the case. And yeah, that was the case. They were all like really calm. Yeah. And yeah, then they they walked around the island until they saw a yacht and they like flagged down the yacht. And then they're like, oh, can you call the Coast Guard? Cause, you know, our boat flipped. And he was like, oh, really? Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> like, he was just like, again, the, the random person they spoke to was also like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, not like, holy shit, do you need food? Like, is everything okay? Like, he was just like, ah, funny. Well, how far (laughs) out were they? I mean, it sounds like they probably weren't too far from shore. Pretty far out. (laughs) Oh, they were, huh? Yeah. Huh. And uh, so then they uh, call the Coast Guard, and he's like, hey, can you send out somebody to, like, help us and save us? Yeah. and they're like, do you have food and water? He's like, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I don't want to be crazy. Like, don't send out, like, you know, the military or anything. Because that, that's too much. Just, you know, just come get us. Mm. And they're like, okay, well, we'll get you in, like, three days. And he's like, "Okay, right. Three days? Yeah. God damn. And then there was one point in the video where he, the guy who was filming, he was, like, talking to these people. He was like, they told me I'm not allowed to talk to Coast Guard because every time they radio in, they say I'm being a bit too blase about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like uh, but yeah, they ended up being stuck there for five days. Holy shit. Yeah. How the fuck did they uh how much of this did they record? Most of it, yeah. How the fuck did they have they power? Even, like what what they have a bunch of power banks like battery pa- and then they I think they had solar panels as well. Like why were that why were they that prepared? That oh, they were on Netflix. a fishing trip. That still doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. That they were that prepared for it? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then in the end, like they're one of their girlfriends when they because they like called somebody. They're like, can you at least like can you can we give you the details of like our loved ones? Because yeah. they're expecting us today. Yeah. So can you let them know that we're here and people are going to pick us up so they don't freak out that we're not home? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no problem. And they call back like two hours later. and Like, so uh, some girl named blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's like, you know, Alex's girlfriend. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, well, she's bought a helicopter to come get you. She bought a helicopter. <laughs> like a helicopter ride. Yeah, that will just fly and, them out. Then they clearly yeah. weren't that far out then. No, the, so the reason they had to do the helicopter was because no boat. The reason the Coast Guard was taking so long is just maybe Yeah, not that they were too far out, but it was the like a really bad storm was hitting. So like mm. no boats could make it there. Yeah, because helicopters can't can't go that far. Wow. Yeah, I mean, oh, they, yeah. they can go pretty far, but not that far. But even the helicopter pilot was like super chill when he landed. He like landed, gets out of the plane. He like looks and he's like. So I uh, hear one of you needs like a rescue mission? Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, ha, ha ha. And they're like, ah, like fucking yeah. lads in like ladding it up with this dude. And I'm yeah. like, surely they should be like, oh thank fuck. Like, but instead they were just like having a bro time with him. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I wonder what they did about food. Were they able to salvage food from the boat? They had some food, um, but then they I mean they were there because they're all very into fishing. <laughs> so oh they did a lot of fishing. They probably just fished, yeah, of course. Yeah. I gotta be yeah. so stupid. yeah that was the biggest they're like oh so you know is the is the helicopter gonna be able to fit all of our all of our fishing equipment he's Mm -hmm. like why and he's like this is about 10 grand worth of fishing equipment here i would he's like oh it's not gonna fit and he's like should we leave somebody behind to like watch over them no just (laughs) like is that really the 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 worry and concern here bro i would just leave the fucking fishing gear and come back with a boat (laughs) yeah yeah Um, I think they left it all there and then like the guy who, so the the couple that were on a yacht, they like stayed in the area for like a while. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't like sail out, I think because of the, because of the storm, Mm -hmm. but then they couldn't like dock to let them on because of the storm and like, yeah, it was just a whole bunch of confusing stuff. But yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it was, it was weird, but then I've now been recommended a bunch of um australian people who go to a- islands and survive that is randomly very interesting i'm just like an <laughs> so island. this this one guy that i watch who just goes and he lives on an island for three days and the only goes the only thing he get like arrives with is like a knife and that's it nice and he has no no water no food no shelter and he like has to make it himself damn i hope he uh i hope he brought something to sharpen that thing with because the second that goes dull his life gets a lot harder. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. <laughs> I imagine for three days, it's probably fine. He sharpens it probably like every time he goes out. Oh, I'd imagine. yeah. If it's only three days, okay, yeah, he'll probably yeah. be fine. But yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know how long, but, you know, chopping down wood and doing all that shit, any type of processing is going to yeah. dull that shit down. <laughs> so somewhere along the line with that, it started recommending me this uh, guy – Called Sam Holes Holmes sailing, yeah. And I watched. I just watched this video where he sailed from Bermuda, Bermuda to these islands in the Middle Atlantic that are owned by Spain. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! On his Jesus. on his own in a boat, that's, like it's just a like a sailing yacht. Yeah, that's pretty far. That's like what Bermuda is yeah. just outside the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, it took him twenty three days alone. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a yeah. hell of a solo trip. And he's now sailing from that place to Ireland. And I'm watching that video now. <laughs> well, Reese, you know, Greta Thunberg fucking <laughs> sailed the entire world at only like... Did she? Yeah, she sailed the whole world at like, I don't know, 13 or some shit like that. I never knew that. You didn't know that? No. <laughs> yeah, she's quite accomplished for being so young. That's what made yeah. her, you know... that That is what essentially made her a little bit more special. Um... Is that because like, oh, she saw so much at a young age and she saw how climate is destroying the world or whatever, you know? Yeah. That's that's essentially that was I think that was her shtick. I don't know. I didn't actually listen (laughs) to her little speech, but I saw a whole lot of shit about it back when it was very popular. That's yeah. I think I've only only seen the speech. Yeah. And it was like slightly awkward because she was not great at English at the time. So, yeah, like it felt like I, I feel like there's my main problem with her little speech is that because it's clearly her second language. Yeah. She's like. Everything that's supposed to be coming off as passionate yeah. sounds like somebody who's like not genuine because she's having to think about what she's trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, yeah, um, it tends to happen when you have yeah. to do it like that. But uh, I thought that was um, like I, my my whole thing with it was uh, not her speech, but like the reaction and response to it. Um, like some people were just unnecessarily cruel about her oh yeah like they were they were insulting her appearance like what the fuck is wrong with you guys she's a 13 year old child and you're like oh she looks hideous and like damn dude who the fuck cares what she looks like she's a child yeah and she's just trying to talk about something she's passionate about and it's just like yeah the the response is what bothered me most about that whole stuff um just like some people are just, just dumb um you know it it took till then for you to realize it no no i mean i knew this but like people did not hold back (laughs) like it was like jesus christ you guys are fucked up like some of these drawings that i saw of her like that people did that obviously they were far right uh conservative people who did this Um and it was just horrible like just awful it's like damn you guys are choosing to insult her her appearance on a girl who First of all, can't defend herself because, you know, yeah. she doesn't even know you exist. And secondly, missing the entire point of the conversation. Like if you want to if you want to give your opinion, you know, that's fine to give your response, give your opinion on on what you think of the whole matter. But like there is no point to insult someone's appearance on something like that.
1: Yeah, that was just awful. It is just
0: missing the point. It is just yeah, people entirely. who. Clearly didn't hear, didn't hear the message or probably never will understand the message. To or too me. stupid to come up with an intelligent response. So they're like, oh, that too." she <laughs> said too many big words. I'm going to make fun of her appearance. <laughs> Let's not bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously, dude, it's so stupid. The only people who do shit like that yeah. are people who are too unintelligent to come up with a decent response or opinion. Or people who actually or afraid that of their opinions have that have now been challenged and therefore deflecting with something else that they can try and defend or attack. Yeah. So stupid. But anyway, yeah, yeah. no, she she traveled the world uh, on boat not solo obviously, but yeah, no. she's I believe she's gone around the world already uh, at like 13 or something and she's she's actually climbed like I think her parents were super outdoorsy types, which is why she was able mm-hmm. to do all this at such a young age. Yeah. But she um she also climbed to the top of quite a couple of mountains as well. Um, huh. I don't think Everest. Everest is still kind of insanely dangerous and deadly. But um, yeah, it's fucking nuts. It's also like considering she's a big environmental activist. Yeah, it's also like a huge environmental problem of people climbing Everest. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. I mean, I've heard of the the t- the litter and the gear that's just left up there. But like, yeah, how, how is it affecting the environment? Um, because of the litter, as well as, um, I th- the amount of shit on the mountain and because it's so high up and doesn't, and it's so cold, it, it doesn't biodegrade. It just freezes. Yeah. But then when the ice melts, it then creates sewage water that starts running down oh. the mountain. Yeah. Like a toxic runoff almost. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's pretty gross. Yeah, it is pretty gross. Never thought about that. That's yeah. interesting as well as how much people spend to like fly there when you think like that, how much that costs or in terms of carbon footprint, people who fly to that area. And then on top of that, it's not actually that great for the economy of Nepal because it goes to these big companies that, that most of them don't actually yeah. operate in Nepal. Exactly. And just you have the N- Nepalese. And the people who go the there aren't exactly there to be tourists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like not to spend money in the towns. They're just there to climb the mountain and bounce. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, yeah no, that, I guess that makes I'm trying sense. Trying to see early life. Um, but speaking of uh, YouTube, uh, yeah. So you are saying you went down like a rabbit hole. I didn't went you? a small. I went down a small little rabbit hole on something called. the... Uh, analog horror and i guess some people are more susceptible to it than others it's like one of those things you know kind of like um how some people are really susceptible to asmr and shit like that well analog horror i think kind of fits that bill in my opinion because some people they either find it really scary yeah and unsettling it's more so like an unsettling type feeling that you get from it the kind of thing that kind of like raises the hairs on the back of your neck and makes you feel like you need to be ready for something you know Something uh, ominous. But uh, anyway, so it's essentially like it it plays off of it's really interesting because it plays off of nostalgia. It gets you with nostalgia, which I think is the most fascinating thing about it Um, because of the fact that it's analog, which is like more so a reference to, um, you know, those old radio broadcasts or the CRT TVs and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so it kind of plays off of that it uses that to give you that nostalgic feeling because you know growing up for us you know we kind of grew up on those old uh, CRT TVs and VHS recordings as well mm-hmm. as you know in the middle of us fucking watching something all of a sudden we get a storm alert and it's like the public service announcement and it makes like this really loud unsettling noise so we're already preconditioned to feel unsettled when we hear that alert go off especially since most of our life when it goes off is during a false alarm well it plays off of hey this is a real alarm and that kind of already gets you unsettled to begin with the next thing is almost kind of like uncanny valley gets combined with the analog horror and for some people uncanny valley can be already disturbing on its own well combining it with the nostalgic not knowing if this is a real recording versus a fake recording i mean obviously it's all fake but it plays off of it to the point where like you can't exactly prove it's not fake you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah but it's um i think it's really fascinating i really do um there's there's quite I mean, a few i'm not sure if i'd ever out of my way Ask to for, for something, something like this, so but can you send a link to something? Because I don't know I, how much I can do because I don't do too well with horror if I'm suggesting it to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, I'll send you, I don't know if I should send you the Mandela catalog, which is kind of a really, really popular one that a lot of YouTubers were doing recently, including uh, like uh, Film Theory. Film Theory also did something on the Mandela catalog, which I think is interesting. Oh, yeah, as in. And that's just a the theory. Of exactly. Films. Yeah, that exactly. guy. That guy. Got it. Yeah. Um, he did something. <laughs> I thought on you it were, yeah. Because yeah. it was kind of getting mm-hmm. popular. It was kind of getting passed around along a lot of the major YouTubers uh, for a bit there, just as kind of an introduction into the analog horror. But analog horror has been around for I would say quite a few years now. But it's really kind of recent. It's a recent genre. Okay. Um, but let me see if I could find something that would be decent. Um. But yeah, in that, it's kind of funny. In that, uh, should I send you a what is analog core? Or should I just send you something that is? Send me something that is so I can just kind of experience it once and then probably have a nightmare and then go to bed. I think (laughs) Local 58 will probably be the best one, um, in my opinion. Uh, Let's go with that. Local 58. Okay. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Local 58 TV. Yeah. Yeah, this will be a great one. Um, how do I send you a link just for the whole page or do you want specific videos because I don't know any specific videos oh my god yeah this one's got 1.4 million views this one holy shit yeah this one definitely got popular Um, yeah yeah definitely this one is one of the more popular ones and I honestly like the Local 58 one a lot when it comes to it because the other ones tend to feel like they come off a little too try hard for it because that's what tends to happen with these Uh, genres when they first come out you get people who are like the pioneers and then you get people who latch onto it and they kind of try too hard and end up missing the point of what actually makes it scary it's a difficult thing to make something truly unsettling and um i think that local 58 does it pretty well uh let me just yeah let me just send you like the first video yeah this was as far ago as uh four years ago like that was the first video that came out uh, back in 2017 so this is definitely one of the first like one of the pioneers uh of it let's see it kind of gives me it kind of gives me like um uh vaporwave vibes because (laughs) it's very lo-fi yeah um and also i think they use they tend to use um I just like the idea that vaporwave is actually a thing. I love vaporwave. I think it's so fucking. Cool I d- do. Yeah, well, I love. The, it's just funny as yeah. <laughs> I love the concept of vaporwave as well. I just think it's fascinating. It's like, mm. it's like you have vaporwave, which is literally the um, exploitation and big ass middle finger to big corporations and shit like that um and then you have nfts uh, can we talk about nfts for a second <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> what do, do you what do to? you think what do you think about them did we talk about them on the podcast before or i don't remember we? i don't know it's come up so so much recently yeah for me isn't that I've kind it so of stupid yeah like, I, I fucking hate it i hate it too but like nfts is like the full-on capitalization of art and digital art where it's like vaporwave is yeah. the complete opposite of that um, <laughs> and the thing is, people with NFTs are like, "Oh, it's bringing power to the artists." It's like it's no, really not. Dude, it's like, really not, made. Artists were already, you know, selling their art normally before then. You know, yeah, it's it's really. I think it's fucking dumb. I don't know what's happening to the world. Um, you can believe whatever you do, whether or not it's real or not. But at the what, end of the day, you know what I want to send. I'm going to go have a nice little camp in the forest, oh, and you can oh, have your fucking NFTs. I want you. <laughs> I want to send you a video that's about the dot com bubble. And that yeah. <laughs> that will pretty much kind of tell you exactly what's going on with NFTs because history repeats itself, and that's exactly what's happening right now. The dot com bubble happened in like the mid nineties and popped yeah. in like the late in the early early two thousands. Um, yeah. So you and I were still just children, not knowing what the fuck was going on. Um, we were like, "Have you heard of MySpace?" <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, <laughs> But uh, that that's a whole different situation. That's like social media exploding. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was just saying at the time that this was happening, that was probably. Oh, yeah, that's it. all we, we just like, about. oh, did you see? I have a I have a pet. I had a pet bat on my MySpace page. <laughs> did <you? laughs> so I was say, yeah, yeah. I used to feed it. It was adorable. I just wanted I to put it. music on my MySpace. That's all I cared about. Yeah, I didn't give a shit about the music. I wanted pet. I was like, I'll be honest. The thing that took me so long to go over to Facebook, I was like, you but I'm not allowed to have bat. like a little couldn't have a little pet bat on it like my thing how's everybody supposed to know that i'm an angsty goth kid if yeah. i don't have a pet bat <laughs> my thing was that wait you can't have music play without people's permission when they enter your fucking profile that's lame because on myspace <laughs> uh for those of you who just are went. too young or never did it because it wasn't popular in your area um as soon as you like check someone's profile out if you forgot to like make sure your speakers weren't loud the music would just start playing and you would have to quickly scroll down to find the goddamn player and pause yeah. it or whatever return your music <laughs> and if you down. were an asshole you'd put it really far down oh yeah you'd, you, saw, like, you could design your page to be exactly how you wanted it to be yeah it was like early learning how to html shit yeah exactly um, um, and it was, which was cool it was really cool yeah But we were doing this like children. (laughs) It was was fascinating. (laughs) Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, the dot-com bubble is essentially what's going on with NFTs. It's just like a bunch of people throwing a shit ton of money because they think it's going to be the next big thing. And truth is, it probably will be. NFTs will probably evolve into something that will be used in the future. But majority, like 90%, of what's happening is just going to pop and fail, you know, because I think the only reason that makes me think that NFTs can't be is because I can just copy paste. And I don't think anyone will ever be able to make that illegal. (laughs) No, but that's not the point of the whole thing. It's the fact that it's tied to the blockchain Mm -hmm. and that is what's giving them their value because Mm -hmm. everyone's obsessed with, fucking uh bitcoin and ethereum and all that stuff because that's what it is it's being tied to the ethereum blockchain and that's how you're paying for these things or that's how much they're worth is because of yeah how much someone's willing to pay essentially just like all art all art is worth only about as much as someone's willing to pay or as much as the artist decides you know they uh believe their art is worth um but ultimately it just comes down to how much someone's willing to pay um and right now because bitcoin and ethereum is all like fucking exploded and super ridiculous uh everyone's hopping on this thinking it's a quick investment and they're hoping to get a return like they don't care about the art they just care yeah. about the possible return on their investment that's all yeah. nfts are about and it's super stupid so it's not giving any type of power to the artists like whoever said that is saying it's it's all just about rich people having too much money and wanting to try to get in on the next big thing like with the dot com yeah. bubble where all these companies were creating website like internet based companies um started popping up everywhere at the beginning of the internet and mm-hmm. we've seen things completely fail and go down like AOL Netscape do you remember that shit it I remember a, Netscape. Yeah, there was hmm. a couple of different – Netscape is kind of really the, the beginning of the dot-com bubble. Um, and then that failed and then all these other small companies that were all trying to succeed that got tons of funding from investors but yet didn't have an actual product or a way to be profitable because it was all just people throwing money because they thought it was going to be you know something big. ended up wasting all their money and all these companies ended up going under. Of course, you have your couple companies that ended up becoming the next big thing, such as um Amazon and eBay and Google, you know, but yeah, Yahoo is just a shadow of its former self. Um I mean you say that, but my parents still use it for their for fucking emails. So. That's because they grew up during that time. So or that's yeah. that's you know, they were in their young adults, maybe you know, mid-mid adulthood. Yeah. Um going through that. But the uh, Yeah, no, it's just like it it is a shadow of its former self, though. Yahoo used to be like a really huge contender with Google and Ask Jeeves and all these other search engines that were (laughs) everywhere um, and all that shit. And it's just crazy how all those websites are just complete shadows of their former self, and this is because of the dot-com bubble. Um, But that's essentially what I think is going on with the NFT shit. It's just ridiculous, and it's just a big bubble that's going to pop. And yeah. when it pops, I'm just gonna laugh and be like, huh, yeah, all you guys are fucking stupid. Ask Jeeves though. And, what a and then all these people getting their fucking NFTs stolen, you know, <laughs> equating to like billions of dollars or millions of dollars. And I'm just sitting here like thinking like it's like fake money though, because <laughs> then you're talking about <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. Which well, is a whole nother volatile currency that yeah. That's a value changes constantly. It's like, yeah, it might be worth a million dollars now, but it could be worth like 50 cents in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I said this about Bitcoin is uh, like, I'm not an idiot for not investing in Bitcoin now. I'm an idiot for not investing in it 10 um, years ago. Yeah. But now is when there's no reason to because now we're getting to the point where because the reality is the only reason you do get it is that you can sell it. Mm -hmm. and if everybody's to make a profit Mm -hmm. if everybody does that then the whole then the then the the fact that it's like acting like a stocks and shares where it requires people to own it to back up its legitimacy Mm -hmm. that legitimacy then gets lost and then it's worth nothing yeah so i think bitcoin um became something it was never intended to be to be honest Uh, It was always supposed to be a type of currency that was, you know, ungoverned, and it was supposed to give freedom to people who wanted to have anonymity and a very secure way of purchasing and buying goods on the internet, Um, which makes sense. But because it became what it is today, which it's treated more like a stock, its value rises and falls very unstable like it's very unstable it's very unstable and because yeah. of that it could never truly become an actual currency in my opinion even though it was supposed yeah. to be an actual currency bitcoins are dumb yeah bitcoins <laughs> are dumb um, but yeah I went down a little analog uh analog oh yeah, well, yeah. going back to that yeah <laughs> well see because I got started about talking about art so you know that kind of yeah. naturally leads to uh don't don't say it naturally leads to NFTs. <laughs> no, 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 no. It naturally leads to like the discussion of the type of art that I was talking about, which was in okay, my opinion yeah. very similar to Vaporwave. And the Vaporwave I thought is funny. Yeah. Because it's the exact opposite of fucking NFTs. So <laughs> Yeah. Um But yeah, it's just so stupid. I, I like Vaporwave, though. I love Vaporwave. I love anything that gives me that nostalgic feeling, which is which mm-hmm. I think is interesting in itself. Nostalgia. What do you mean? Well, because I have You mentioned that also for, I mean, in, in reference to um, the analog stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I have the the feeling of nostalgia when looking at things from the 80s, even though I was never yeah. living in that decade. Same. And so I think that's such a fascinating feeling. Like, why do we feel that way? I, I don't know, but I love it. That's all I got to say. So this Local 58 horror stuff like gives me all of that nostalgia, but it's like, unsettling nostalgia, which is really, really interesting in my opinion. Cause what can we truly say existed? Because history is just recounting what other people saw, right? Or heard and experienced. Yeah. So, you know, who's to say this shit isn't covered up, man. <laughs> I mean, I think the good way to judge that is if you get multiple historical accounts, you can find yeah. somewhere the in the corroboration, middle of what yeah. happened. Yeah. That's why people say you know okay so most of the bible probably happened because there is historical shit that kind of says yeah that kind of happened you know? yeah so that's why most of that shit is probably you know accurate i look at the bible as something of like historical fiction you know where they they put real historical events that happened in it in order to give it legitimacy but also still kind of you know put its point forward um yeah but do i think like you know all that shit is 100% real? No, prob- no, I don't. I just How fucking don't. dare you? Listen, dude, I hate religion. I think religion's bullshit. It, it, don't even get me started I'm talking about religion, man. Okay. It does nothing but... Should we talk about <laughs> this film then? We will, in a second, in a second. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> yeah, it, we will talk about that Religion has nothing to do with this film, does it? Did you get that? I no, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, no. I was going to say, holy know. shit, did I miss something in German? Did I get a wrong translation yeah. on what this movie is about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, At the end of the movie, he's like, "It was Jesus the whole time." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the catfish—that's their god. <laughs> yep, that <laughs> is it. Yeah, they worship a, a giant catfish. But uh, that was a big catfish. Yeah, it was a big fish. Um, There's always a bigger fish, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, wise words of of Liam Neeson. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 was just our little rant on, uh, I guess, uh, YouTube rabbit holes. Uh, fucking yep we'll see how long we'll see how long i'm down this weird rabbit hole of like survival guy people <laughs> oh dude i fucking love those i, I wanted to talk a little yeah. bit about that too because yeah okay i've um i've watched uh well i don't watch like like ocean travel boat boating mm-hmm. or any shit like that but what i do watch is you know f- uh forest survival like bushcrafts type stuff yeah and i kind of i almost went down a rabbit hole i could feel myself going, going <laughs> because uh All of a sudden, I started getting suggested these videos about guys building cabins by hand in the fucking middle of the woods. I've seen some of those. Yeah, those are so cool. They're like in the forests of Virginia, and they're like, "We're going to build ourselves a log cabin." It's uh, currently the getting toward the end of summer. We're going to make sure we got this up and ready to go by winter. No, Um, no, (laughs) the ones that I were watching was even better. There was no, there was no talking. It was all doing and really peaceful, nice music and like really like awesome. B-roll of shit. Like it was just yeah. very nicely done. Um you used to watch a lot of those back in the day with uh where, where it was just the um it's like those those people in like fucking like Asia, uh, somewhere or Southeast or Asia. Asia. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like they're silently just digging. So see how like don't, making huts and shit like that. I don't like those ones. I like the ones where it's more like bushcraft and things are a little bit more artistic. <laughs> In terms of like how it's shot and how it's done. You know, like the dude has like his dog with him and it's like really just like, oh, that's that's nice. I want my dog with me. Like go build a fucking cabin in the woods for winter. You know, it's just like nuts. And then he like builds an outhouse and I'm like, God damn, dude, this is cool as fuck. He literally processes his own wood and makes his own planks to build his fucking shit. I'm like, wow, that's insane. That's legit. That's a bit above and beyond what I would do. Yeah. Like that is cool, though. Well, that's what I, that's what I like about the guy. I think they got the channel's called Field Days, mm-hmm. uh, and I watch it. He's the three days like on an island with nobody there and yeah. like trying to survive, and like he's just clearly very aware of like he's not an idiot like out doing this. Like I couldn't. It's he doesn't make it look like anyone could do this. Yeah, it's no. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. So like he knows every like. Not everybody like knows plants that he comes across. He knows how to do like weird shit that I'd never think of. He's like, "Well, I'm on an island surrounded by salt water. Can't drink that. So I'm gonna make some fresh water for myself. So what I'm gonna do? He made a still. Yeah. So he like took a piece of bamboo and took a plastic bottle that washed up on the beach and a glass bottle bottle that washed up on the beach. Uh-huh. Fills the glass bottle with okay. salt water, puts it in the in a fire with like the bamboo stick. That's like running into the uh, plastic bottle and it literally just lifts up, goes into there. It's very scientific, yeah. And I was like, That is very cool, yeah. But the other one that he did that I never would have thought of is he just picked up a lot of leaves. Mm. And he specifically was like, now I'm picking up this leaf specifically because it has bug bites all over it, which means it's not poisonous. And I was like, fuck it, I never would have thought of that. What? (laughs) And he just picks up a bunch of green, healthy leaves, puts Mm. them in a hole. And then covers the hole with plastic with a rock in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then the rock is over top a plastic bottle as well. And you, you put that out and over the course of the day because it's so hot, the water evaporates out of the leaves, mm-hmm. hits the top of the plastic, but the rock is making it all filter down into your cup. Dude, that's a crazy way of filtering water. Yeah. From <laughs> fucking leaves? From leaves. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. I'll send you a video. It's nuts. It's so much fun to watch. I don't know. It's I think it's some of the reason it's fun to watch is right now. It's still dead of winter and I'm fucking tired of it. Like I went out to go get um, just some beer for the podcast today. Yeah. And uh, it was cold. Mm -hmm. I was out for five minutes and I was like, nah, how cold was it? (laughs) Let's see. How cold is it today? Because we're like nine degrees Fahrenheit right now. Really? Yeah. Where it's no. fucking cold up here. No. Uh, I won't say any more then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's been like, it's been like uh, below twenty pretty consistently for like the past uh, you know week. Uh, yeah. We did have one day yeah, where it was been, like fifty. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like forty degrees today. So it's, Celsius I guess it's or Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. No, if it was 40 degrees Celsius. It'd be fuck. That's a heat. Of, that's a hot summer day. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know. <laughs> I just gotta ask because I don't know. But um, no, I, I don't understand c- Celsius. I'll never get it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you still talk in Fahrenheit? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, every, I'm at work all the time, and I'm just like, fuck. It's like 70 degrees out there, and they're like, no, it's not. <laughs> that's that'd be really hot. <laughs> and then you're like, oh no, Fahrenheit. Yeah, and the, or people know now and like I'll be like, oh, it's 70 degrees and they go, but I don't <laughs> know what that means. <laughs> and I'm just like, but then at the same time, people will be like, fuck, it's like five degrees out there. And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's so, chilly. <laughs> I know that's chilly. Yeah. I know below 10 is going to be chilly. Oh, yeah. And yeah, zero okay. is frozen. That's all I know. Because it's probably 32 like, degrees what? is 80 degrees Fahrenheit and zero degrees is 32, is 32 degrees. Yeah. That's that's the metric I work on. Yeah. Everything in between that, I'm like guessing. Yeah, exactly. Like, And right how now, close to those numbers they might be. Right now, I guess it's maybe like negative 18 Celsius if I were to take a fucking guess. I don't know, though. <laughs> what, for you? For nine degrees Fahrenheit, yeah. No, you're probably like negative seven. So let's see, Fahrenheit. To Celsius. So how much negative... 20, what? Negative 19, you said? Uh, it's actually negative 12 degrees Celsius. For negative nine 12. degrees. Yeah, for 9 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. So I wasn't oh, 9 degrees, degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. I wasn't too far yeah. off. Um, yeah. But yeah, that would just be, be me taking a damn guess okay. right there, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking cold. It's been cold. It's been snowy, and I'm kind of sick of it as yeah. well, just because I hate all the damn salt. I like to drive. I don't mind mm-hmm. the cold, but... The snow just becomes. I think if I had a car, I wouldn't care about the cold. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's the fact that I have a bike is my only form of transportation currently. You gotta get yourself legs. some uh, <laughs> some nice windbreakery jackets and like a face mask. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've got plenty of face masks. There was this whole pandemic that made me fill up with those. Yeah. But like a nice thick one <laughs> or a yeah. scarf that you could just wrap around your face. I've got like one of the ones that, you, yeah, a scarf that you put around your neck and you pull up and goes over your face. Yeah. Because that shit gives you like a cold, almost like a cold burn on your face when you're just the wind yeah. is going. That's that's another thing that makes the cold shitty is the goddamn wind. If, if there isn't any yeah. wind, it's not too bad. But the wind just sucks ass. Yeah. So I was, it's not fun. I was got to try to make sure I put like a, a couple layers on underneath just to help break the wind. Um, I recently got myself a nice Mexican. You put layers on so you can break wind. Well, <laughs> yes, Reese. I like to keep all that stuff inside and circulated, you know, I like sometimes I lift yeah. my collar up so I can smell underneath and just give myself. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, no, no, I finally got one of those Mexican poncho things. I fucking love okay. this dude. But it's, it's like the the hoodie one. You know, it's not like an actual okay. poncho. But, dude, I love this thing. I got, like, a size slightly larger, so I could really layer underneath. And it's just so nice. I love it. You got to get one, dude. I don't know if you can find one where you're at, but it's nice. I think I'm fine. <laughs> it's really comfy. <laughs> I just wear it around the house with, like, no shirt on underneath, and it's just nice and cozy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I like to keep things cozy. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just 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 the snow and the salt the salt is the thing I hate the most cause like I said I like to drive and that salt will cause your shit to rust so damn fast really? yeah yeah the salt uh, okay. corrodes your, your shit way quicker than just like regular ass <clears> water <throat> and snow I did not know that yeah yeah it's, it's the, the the fuck sorry somebody's like jumping around upstairs <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, it's the salt that really, really causes the corrosion. Um, hmm. So I, just I always thought that, it. yeah, it was just whatever. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, because I, I thought that it would be the, it's, it's oxidization, oxidization that causes rust. So how does salt increase that? Um, because it's more corrosive, and it'll actually get rid okay. of like your paint as well. It'll damage your paint, which acts as a protective layer for yeah. it. So, okay. yeah, that corrosion will speed up everything. Um, that's why, like you know, on a boat, uh, the salt water rusts that shit like way quicker than like yeah. on a freshwater <laughs> boat. Um, and it does kind of only rust at that water line and not underneath mm-hmm. um, because of that oxygen. It needs that oxygen, that air, to actually cause it to rust. But um, yeah, no, it's the salt really speeds up that process. That's fair. I'll, I'm learning all about that in my fucking YouTube rabbit hole. Oh yeah, <laughs> but dude, it's it's. Well, no, they haven't got. He was he did something that like helped the boat against that. He's like, oh, you can see it's m- must have been from earlier in the series where he was like boating somewhere else where, mm-hmm. uh, where he did. But he was like, yeah, t- you know, putting that that thing on the bottom of the boat. You can see it's really helped. You know, fight against the, the barnacles and the rust. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Wonder what he did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. uh... What is it? What's that thing called where you know people used to take a person, and is it flogging, where they used Uh, to take the person, run them underneath the ship and have their back and spine ripped open by the barnacles of the ship? Fuck, I don't know. Jesus. It's not called flogging, but what is it when? I mean, what? what do I even Google here? Under boats. Here, I could find it. I could find it here. Dragging Just, somebody under a ship. Yeah. It's keel haul. Keel haul? Keel haul? Is that what it's called? Yeah, to haul under the keel of the ship. Um, Throwing someone over one side of the ship and then dragging them underneath the ship to the other side. Keel haul? Oh, it's on an article called Seven Brutal Ways That Sailors Were Punished. <laughs> yep. Keel hogging Or keel hauling. Yeah, that's... that's. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, Jesus. I've seen the, I think in movies I've seen the first one on this list, the mast heading, where it's just somebody has to be at the top of the mast and sit there and just be exposed. Yeah, that shit's pretty pretty Um, harsh. But yeah, kill hauling, that's insane though, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just reading more punishments. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, that one sounds I don't understand, like, how is this? worse is like caning is worse than mastheading yeah caning and it's like the punishment was you hit them across the backside with a solid cane yeah and like i mean i'll be honest i'd probably rather have that than sitting at the top of the mast for fucking two days it's like a shit ton of a like children who grew up getting fucking uh hit with a with a switch you know um yeah and that's basically like caning (laughs) oh funny enough the uh last one on the list is hanging Hanging. Yeah, I mean that. just... I'm like, yeah, that's just that's just dying, and that may be instant too. You may just break your yeah. fucking neck and die. Whereas, queue hauling, you're gonna feel it like horribly for like the first couple seconds. Yeah, <laughs> until you finally die because your spine's been ripped open from the. Oh no, this one was this was war- this is the hanging was pretty bad because they wouldn't let the noose kill them. Apparently, they would just let them like slowly hang there and then because of the air current oh. going forward you'd like be pulled oh, really damn. hard by the air and then you die <laughs> that's pretty bad but at least when you suffocate yeah. you just kind of like i mean yeah you, you pass, pass out, out. yeah yeah i mean you possibly well with the wind and the pulling and the dragging and all that it may sever yeah. your spinal cord so you may even yeah maybe yeah. you don't know uh, fuck it out either way i don't think i want to die by any of those means Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty glad I live in my cushy little fucking life here. Right. (laughs) I'll happily, like, pretend that my life is hard by going to the, you know, somewhere in Australia and pretending to live off an island for three days. Yep. And speaking of uh, dying at sea or in water. (laughs) Hey! um, Let's get to our movie of the week. Okay. So the movie of the week was... uh, undina yeah undina yeah we both were like undine yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's undine is what we yeah. said undina uh, like i said when i saw the description was that that was her name i was like well we're certainly going to find out what the fuck we're exactly. supposed to be saying and they said by the end of the a film lot, so they did <laughs> um yeah uh, i'll start off by saying i i'm kind of gonna apologize and say that i feel like i should have chosen a slightly better film uh no i enjoyed it i like drama okay I do, too. I just, I'll be honest, I think this movie, comp- I think the problem is because of the director and all the other movies I've seen him do. Uh-huh. Like, most of his movies are really kind of grounded in reality. Like, inc- like by, by a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, this one was a yeah. bit more um, like, you know, what lies beneath. Yeah. fucking, you know. And so, I just found it a little bit kind of, Cheesy from that. Oh, it was very cheesy. Yeah, and so and like so, it, it also kind of fell into the thing that pisses me off with movies like this, where I I don't know what the film by the end I can't tell what the film is supposed to having me believe happened or didn't happen mm-hmm. because he woke up and there's no indication he was passed out for three months. Yeah, but then she was gone. But they also mentioned it was short term lodging, so why would she have? in there if she was short term okay so yeah spoilers by the way uh like yeah and then she went into the water and just killed herself i guess yeah. but then he saw her in the water and then he went into the water and saw her again and she gave him the statue back because she went into the water with the statue so that would be the only way he could have gotten it back so yeah. what happens is i don't know like it's it's one of those where Yeah, I feel like it doesn't know whether or not it wants you to believe some stuff or not believe some stuff, and it's just kind of doing things for the sake of being fantasy-ish. Yeah, yeah, that's all it's doing. It's just trying to be dramatic, you know? It's a drama. Yeah. And things happen in dramas that are kind of dramatic, such as that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, all he did was get closure. That's the whole point of that whole scene that you're talking about, uh, with him getting the statue back, because obviously he didn't have any closure so they did like a whole fucking 20 minutes of him trying to get closure um so yeah i mean the film is like a romantic drama um and i th- i thought it was pretty enjoyable i think this chick is kind of crazy um you know she was cool though but crazy yeah she was definitely pretty crazy i mean that, at the beginning of the film i was like so is this going to be the plot of the film is she actually like fucking crazy and she's going to kill him like obviously that ended up did ha- that ended up Happening. Yeah. But I thought it was gonna be like because she said, you know, I have to kill you then. I was like, is she like a secret agent? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, Yeah, I work for the Senate. It's like, okay, all right, things are getting kind of weird. Uh yeah. she might have to kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh no, it just turns out she's crazy. Um, and that's what I was thinking too, because uh I was it was funny, I was talking with my wife and I was saying all right, I'm intrigued. You know, the, from the beginning, I was pretty intrigued. I like how it started. Yeah. You know, things were silent, uh, but you can kind of tell from the situation that it was kind of uncomfortable and awkward. And then we found out why it was. And then she said, you know, okay, well, I have to kill you. And I was like, all right, so I don't know her well enough to take her seriously or not. So I don't know if she's just saying it to be. Dramatic, and you know, this is the director's way of being like, yeah, this is a real human response. You know, people sometimes mm-hmm. act this way, Uh, but no, I mean, she she didn't go through with it. So I was like, okay. And then she did. Well, go the thing it that <laughs> made me think that it was, you know, like she was super serious is the fact that he didn't want to stay, but then he stayed for like a little bit longer than I would have expected him to. Mm. So it's like, fuck, is there like merit behind that th- the threat of killing him? <laughs> no, because I feel like he was probably just staying just to like fucking uh like appease her in a way you Mm -hmm. know like uh you know he's he's feeling bad that he just fucking you know broke up with her so he's like i guess i could stay for a little bit but then he got on the phone with his fucking new girl and she was like no i need you here right now." (laughs) so i don't know if it's a new girl because the plot summary on wikipedia says that she was um she's broken up with by a married man with whom she's having an affair it's very possible that, you know, he was married to her. Um, yeah. But uh, like that was not clear at all. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Clear. Maybe I think, if we which I German, think it's it would be fine. more clear. <laughs> yeah, but I also think it's fine that it's not clear. Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't really matter what his relationship to her is. It doesn't matter what. His, like the whole point is they break up, she's going kind of nuts, mm. and then. Then we get the I think just the part that bothers me the most about the film, which is just this weird scene where the fucking statue in the in the fish tank talks to her. And then you get the most like forced kind of situation where he like backs into it and then it explodes. And then it's just like this really over the top cheesy. The two of them like, you know, fucking fall onto the floor and they're just staring into each other's eyes. And then he's being like. After everything that's just happened, he's, like, whispering to her. He's, like, hey, you've got glass stuck in your, your – you You were stabbed." Yeah, it's, like, a weird like, mm, way to be romantic. <laughs> yeah. It's a very weird it's... way to do a romantic scene. Yeah. And it was love at fair, first I was... glass. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I thought they had good chemistry because I like these two ac- – They So I'll, did. I'll they did preface and talk about chemistry. these two actors more in a moment. Mm-hmm. But um, I think – the just this that one scene kind of set off in a weird direction for me, where I didn't really care for it. Mm. And then the movie kind of moved on, and I was like, okay, I'm 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 liking the two of them. I think they're f- fun, except for the weird bit where like he got weird and he was like pushing her off of him, and he was like, stop! I need you to tell me your speech. <laughs> that was a bit of an awkward scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they they were just both really weird. <laughs> they were yeah, they were both strange people. Um, yeah, but maybe that's why they worked. <laughs> you're right about the uh, chemistry thing. Like there was so much chemistry between them that when yeah. there was scenes with them and other people, it just didn't feel like it was right. You know, like when yeah. he the scene between on, her and the other guy did not feel like they were into it. Well, which obviously it was kind of supposed to feel like yeah, that, but like yeah. they didn't really have good chemistry no. on screen. No, and then um, and then when he moved when he moved on and and you know started dating the other chick and got her pregnant, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, they just didn't feel like they should be together. It yeah. didn't feel very right. Oh, didn't feel good. Well, I don't know. It was from the beginning of the film. I was like, this chick's definitely really into him. Yeah, no, it's obviously she was into yeah. him, but he still didn't feel like he was really into yeah. him. Um, also, the baby thing pissed me off because it added nothing to the, to the scene other than it. they're like, hey, you have to go back to that place where you almost died. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you've got a baby and we're supposed to go, oh my God. And that's it. It didn't add anything other than like a moment of us going, Oh, no! No, Now she's pregnant! What'll that mean for if he sees the other girl again? No, I think the baby thing was more like, you know, okay, two years later he's moving on. He's moving on. Yeah, And what more to show his dedication that he's actually moving on than having a child. So, you know. I mean, that that doesn't come with dedication. That comes with one one broken condom. (laughs) Yeah, but like, come on, there's abortions. There's (laughs) shit like that. There's plan B. There's all sorts of things. Mm. They clearly wanted to have this child. Um, yeah. There was no indication that this was a mistake. So it instead of that, I think it gave more of a, okay, so he's dedicated to her. That's why they're having a child. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the other thing that I find that I don't enjoy the most about this one is that most of his films, this one, it's like shoehorned in. Of like most of this guy, this guy's work, mm-hmm. he talks a lot about like Germany's past. Yeah. Is that why it was so and so. Yeah. Okay. And so you've got this girl who's like telling you all that stuff mm-hmm. that was interesting and cool. I learned a lot about fucking Berlin today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, his other films like delve into the kind of the the ugliness of it a bit more mm-hmm. and like tell stories through that, and that's what I enjoy from his works. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one kind of just didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, I think he just wanted to do some type of dramatic uh, love story. And, you know, I tried to do a little mm. bit of research. I was like, okay, is there something about German mythology that I don't know about uh, regarding, yeah. like, uh, a Gunter and a catfish? Nothing <laughs> I could find, just on a quick uh, search. So, the thing that it is related to, if you found it, I'll I let you say find if it. you did. No, I oh, do not. There's a German tale called Undina, and it's about a... Uh, a, like, water elemental lady. <laughs> yeah, but are they named... Is it named Gunter or is there, ca- is there a catfish? Oh, no, the catfish. I don't know what the fuck that's about. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I thought it was yeah. in relation to Gunter and the catfish, but it wasn't. It was no. in relation to Undina. Yeah. Okay. Undina was a elemental being associated with water. Uh, later writings developed Undina uh, into a water nymph uh, and continued to lives, live in modern literature uh, such as adaptations through Danish Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid. Oh. Shit. So she's The Little Mermaid. Yeah, I guess. So <laughs> I think I think it's more of so apparently the the where that comes up is the reference to where she says uh you know I have to kill you is apparently a reference to the original tale. I could imagine. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's probably what what they're getting at here. Is yeah. that, you know, she came out to find love and then, you know, love love kind of fucked her over and and that would make sense. Well, I sense. think it wasn't that love fucked her over. I think because in a weird way it was Yeah, I guess in a sense she came out to find love. Yeah. And then um she made the sacrifice of he was going to he was dead mm-hmm. and she returned so that he could come back i guess that's possible but that's how i kind of took like if she is some kind of other spirit yeah then that's you know you know i don't know if i like the movie more or less knowing or not knowing that information but they, uh, the 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 story bit yeah, like the yeah. The, um, the story behind it, the the, the mm-hmm. historical part, the the Little Mermaid yeah. part of it, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, I don't know <laughs> if knowing the Little Mermaid part made it worse for me mm. or if it made it better. I feel like not knowing it made it a little better because I had to do a lot more thinking. <laughs> yeah. I just, I kind of, I just, I don't know. I found it. I think I was just expecting not this film. Yeah, yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. But I do like the two actors. Uh, So what I was going to say is in 2018, there's uh, another film by the same director, and it's got the exact same two people. Mm -hmm. And they have really good chemistry. I'd say they don't have as good as chemistry in that one as they do in this one. But that's probably because it was their first time working together. And now they just work off each other probably so well that, you know, Mm -hmm. it it definitely improved the film. Uh, But... I like the other one. It's still not something super to write home about, mm-hmm. but I really like this director's style. I think he does simple with a little extra, mm-hmm. and it's nice because it's really like minimal, kind of like yeah, it's 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 really well done film that's different from what you normally see. Yeah, but but still. Yeah, but, but just well done. It's just He just makes really well-made movies, I think. Mm-hmm, the Christian Petzold, I've not said his name this whole time. I've been like, oh, this guy, <laughs> this one guy. Yeah. I just never said who it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. I'd say out of all of his films to recommend outside of this, one I think you have seen. Which was? I'm so fairly certain I watched it in the theater with you. What was it? Phoenix. It's the one about the uh, girl who, uh, she was a Jewish uh, in she was Jewish woman in Auschwitz and she comes back after World War II ended and uh, her face got all beaten up. And so she gets facial reconstruction. So she kind of looks like herself, but not really. And she's trying to like find all of her friends um, who like you know, she basically try and put her life back together, finding out that a lot of her friends were members of the Nazi party, some of which probably sold her out. Um, and then she even think, I think it gets revealed that like her, her husband maybe was the one who like ratted around. But yeah, she finds her husband and, uh, he's like, sees her and goes, Hey, you look a lot like my dead wife. Mm -hmm. Can you pretend to be my dead wife so we can collect her life insurance? Dude, you know, and then (laughs) she just kind of goes like. Sure, because she wants her life back and she doesn't know how to get it back. So she just agrees. I mean, this looks super familiar, but I don't remember actually watching it. Okay. Did we watch it for the podcast? No, we watched. I remember watching it from like uh, 2014 when it came out. I watched it in the theaters with I Thought You. It might have been with someone else. I I mean, like I said, it looks super familiar, but I don't remember like 100%. I think I'd like to watch it again. Okay. Yeah, I think that might be the right. other one uh by this director is uh Barbara, which I super recommend as well. Mm. And that one that one also focuses that Barbara uh focuses more on East and West or East Germany, East Germany, East Berlin. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting and kind of ties into what a lot of the the lessons in the movie were about. Yeah. She was just talking about that. Mm. But I do like this actress, Paula Beer. I think she's good. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of range. Yeah, I liked her. I like I liked seeing her act. It was uh, enjoyable. Yeah. Um, it was interesting watching her kind of change a little bit when she was talking about history. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, Um. she went from being kind of weak, and I think it was cool to show the first scene of her, like, breaking down and, like, not in a good place, and then her just shift to being, like, you know, professional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm, but uh, do you have a rating you'd like to give it? Ooh. I think it's a soft six. A soft six. Yeah, I'm over here giving it like a five. That's that's where I'm feeling. Definitely a five because like even though I enjoyed it, I liked the movie. I thought it was fun to watch. I would probably never, ever revisit it. Um, no, and I probably wouldn't even recommend it. No, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Unless not not like, in the sense of like never watch it, but in the sense of if it if somebody was like, Do you have a film that maybe I should watch today? I wouldn't be like, Oh, watch Undina. <laughs> I mean, for me it's like, okay, so I'm I'm a little bit of a fan of Tim Burton stuff. If I was like, Okay, mm-hmm. you want to watch a movie that's kind of about a fish, kind of about a romance story, kind of fantastical, <laughs> just watch Big Fish. I love that movie. That's a good fucking movie. I feel like that, I don't, uh, uh, sure, I feel like I don't really get what the connection between the two are. Romantic, fantastical, that's it. This isn't too, I think the movie's not too fantastical, which is what I'm happy with. It kind of is. It's fantastical right at that beginning, and then like the end where it just gets confusing as to what you're supposed to actually believe happened. I just feel like I don't get much out of this film. There's not much satisfaction <laughs> in watching it. There's not even really that much satisfaction in watching him get his closure at the end. Yeah. So it's like I, I get much more satisfaction from a movie like I, Big yeah. Fish, which is all about, you know, closure. And, you know, it's a little bit of a romance I, story, but not so hard on it. Yeah. I think... uh yeah, the when the movie when it got to her walking into the lake, mm. I like looked at the time, and I was like, Well, guess that's done. And then there was like 20 minutes left. And I was like, What? Right? Because I, I, I felt <laughs> like that would have been a much better place to end the movie. I do too. I kind of feel like it would have been a much better spot to end it too. But there was like yeah. there was like 20 minutes left of closure. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And that's well. where it did kind of lose me a little bit of like it didn't really care what he was doing with his life now. Yeah. And then when we saw her and then yeah, like, you know, you you knew that what Essentially, the second he said, I'm going back there, you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. You knew what the next 20 minutes were going to be. Actually, there was two parts. There was two times that I thought the movie ended. And that was okay. the first time when, you know, she killed herself. I was like, OK, this is the end. Yeah. The second time is when it said two years later. I was like, oh, this is the end. And then I saw the subtitles. said two years later. I was like, oh, no, yeah. it's not the end. We're doing a two years later thing. Yeah. <laughs> that did not Which feel was, necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't feel necessary. No. Oh, did you think that two years later, because you couldn't like read German, so you're just like, you thought it was like the end. (laughs) I thought it was the beginning of the credits, because even the credits when they started kind of looked very similar. Um, Yeah, they did. But no, it was just like, oh, and then I saw the subtitles. It was like two years later. I was like, oh, well, that's fucking. Yeah. And I kind of feel like we, considering how much of the movie time jumped without telling us. Yeah. I feel like that felt super weird just because the rest of the movie didn't care about telling us about time Mm -hmm. before yeah so why now I think it would have been super obvious too because the the thing that would have told us okay it's been some time is the fact that his new girlfriend is pregnant yeah so it's like he could have been like or even when she's like we got to go do a job over I mean what's it called and he'd be like yeah, that's fine. And she'd be nervous and he'd be like, hey, come on, babe. That's that was like two so years long, ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and, yeah, he said a long time ago, yeah. but he could have said like, that was two years ago. I'm not afraid. It's fine. Two years ago, could have been two on the nose, though. I feel like a long time ago would have been more. I think that would have. I think if yeah. you just kept the line like that, it would have been fine. Yeah. But, um, but even then, yeah, it could have been kept that way and it would have felt normal because, again, the rest of the film didn't care about yeah. ha- jumping through time and not, not informing us. Yeah. The only time like... <laughs> If the you know what, I'm bringing it I'm bringing it down to a five. Yeah, see, I mean, it's just like, that <laughs> was such an unnecessary and like weird, not good ending. <laughs> yeah. Like the rest of the movie I thought was fine. Like like you said, if, if it ended with her committing suicide or going back into the lake where she came from, um, mm-hmm. I think that would have been so much better. I think that would have been yeah. so much better. Um, it would have still probably stayed a five, maybe six, but... I yeah. think it that one thing is what's made me bring it down to a 5. If that wasn't there. Yeah, cuz now I we're talking about it. It because it was just there was so much saying that it's been a while. You didn't have to say yeah. you didn't have to do a shitty transition cuz that's really what it was. Yeah. He didn't know how to transition or didn't want to put into the time to give a proper transition without making things yeah. awkward. Um C- Also, can we just state how much I thought it was weird that the girlfriend after expressing concern mm-hmm. was like she was like, he, when he's acting with she's like, I don't know why he's acting weird. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, maybe because he's at the spot where he almost died? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> Like I, if, he's weird. <laughs> if I had a, uh, even just like a friend who like, you know, someone I knew, and we went to a place where they almost died, and they started acting a bit like sporadic and weird, I'd be like, give them space. See, they're in a weird, they're in a spot that's making them feel probably uncomfortable. That just further shows how they lack chemistry. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So that's how I f- that's how I felt about that scene. I was like, okay, they clearly still kind of lack chemistry. Um yeah. and whether or not that was intentional, maybe the director is like Yeah, no, he just kind of settled for this bitch, you know? Like <laughs> Yeah, I think it's I don't think it's more like he settled. I think the movie was so focused on making sure he got closure. Like you said, closure yeah. that it didn't want to put effort into building up their thing. They I think the 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 effort they put into building them was just showing how much she cared about him the in the film beforehand yeah so yeah i don't know (laughs) so yeah we're both kind of just like out of five and here we go we are pretty much on par with like imdb imdb is giving it like a 6.6 so yeah yeah well six point i said a slow six i would have been like 6.2 yeah but anywhere within one in my opinion is pretty decent i'm happy i saw it because like i said i've i've Try and watch most of see most of the things this guy's made. Cause I really like everything he's made at least like, cause to be honest, this movie, even though I didn't care for too much, I'll probably still think about it for like the next few days mm-hmm. and then stop. But like, at least it's a movie I'll think about for a little bit. Dude, you know, what I was thinking about too. Um, what? Like her, uh, her boyfriend, not her boyfriend, but her, her ex-boyfriend, the one who she yeah. killed. Um, mm mm-hmm. So I guess this is just like a subtle thing, but I, I think he might be like some type of really good swimmer or whatever because he was swimming so damn much. Yeah, That would that would explain kind of maybe how they met, maybe who was swimming in the lake and met her. Um, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, but another thing that I thought was weird was how easily she drowned him. Yeah. <laughs> I was There's like, no effort was put in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And I guess her being some type of water spirit would make so much more sense on how easy she drowned him <laughs> but yeah I don't know because if she was a if she was the water spirit why was she getting why'd she get a weird fake phone call that didn't actually happen uh, or did it happen who knows I don't know <laughs> I don't know I'm not thinking too why hard about that. why if he drowned the day before were the police and the rest of and the other guys still there I think that's just you know stupid. <laughs> I just think it's just like I just ignore it to be honest because it doesn't add anything to the story. No, that that was that's the thing is it it that's the kind of stuff where I sit and I just start thinking about it too much. Where like she was like, no, he drowned yesterday, and I just went, then why the why were the police still at the scene the next day? (laughs) It's a good point, actually. (laughs) That's just a bad. uh, That's just bad writing. It's a plot hole. It's a plot hole. That's just bad writing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah a director you think so highly of Reese what <clears throat> well i mean like i said watch his other movies and you'll really enjoy them yeah 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 i think <laughs> i'd say watch watch transit for a decent version of these two actors and a what did i give transit let's see I don't know, but it feels this like is when i like look at transit and find out that i gave it like a 5 it feels <laughs> like he wanted to do Undyne because it was german you know his <laughs> What? I gave Transit a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch a good one, Transit <laughs> Five. Don't watch. Trans- I mean, watch Phoenix. Phoenix is a ten out of ten to me. I think I remember. It's on my, t- yeah, my top ten. I really do think I remember us talking about Phoenix, and I can't. I think maybe we did see it, but f- just from what you were describing, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, it's very good. Um, it's very like yeah. I said. It's it's showing a darker version of of uh, German history, and that's what I like. Just it's because the movie isn't. It's a German director too, right? Yeah. So that's good. I like and, that. German perspective yeah. on German history is, I like that.
1: Yeah. Because the movie is,
0: in a sense, it's like, it's not saying the Nazis were bad and uh, things like that. It just goes like, people were just people and it got really complicated. Oh, I'm sure it did. And Everyone like, that's, just that's, that's kind of what I feel like right? the, yeah, that's yeah. what the movies kind of has a lot to, to deal with is, is <clears throat> not just, not just that, but like people who did survive both, Jewish people and the people who sided with the Nazis who were still in society, like, Mm -hmm. what do you do next? Do you just go on with your life and pretend like that didn't happen or like, what do you do? Like, yeah. And so it's, it's a really fascinating film that just kind of discusses the humanity of people in a very complex situation like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I I recommend Phoenix. Barbara is really good. I gave Barbara, Barbara is like an eight out of 10. Mm -hmm no uh but transit's apparently like a five i might give it another rewatch now that i like now because I, I that's what made me want to watch this one is same director he's now using these two people because before he used other two people a lot um yeah and so i was like okay well he's got two new people that he loves <laughs> that he's like let's smash them in movies together yep. so i'm like curious to see how that's gonna go and shit like that but push their faces together and tell them to kiss <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then he's like right i've got a new project for everybody uh this time what you guys are going to do is push your faces together and kiss <laughs> and i'll film it again yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that's so, why so i give that i give that a nice little decent uh five um definitely definitely felt like um you know he was doing it because he wanted to do something involving german mythology you know mm-hmm. or Lore, or whatever. well, apparently it was a Greek myth. <laughs> oh, it was a Greek, mi- it wasn't even German, yeah. The yeah, fuck it's not even German, myth. yeah. What the hell? Maybe that's why it sucked <laughs> <laughs> outside the realm of his fucking, you know, <laughs> expertise. That must be it, yeah. Well, damn, yeah, that's that was not uh, that was not fun. Um, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it, but I'm like, never gonna watch it again because it didn't, yeah. there was no satisfaction, you know. That, in fact, the only time I felt satisfaction yeah. was when she killed her ex. And I was like, yep, there you go. Yeah, that part I was like, <laughs> hey, she did it. Yeah, she did it. Yay. And then the rest was just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes to the water. I was like, oh, what a satisfying ending. Oh, it's still going. There's still 20 <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a satisfying. Oh, wait, no. Two years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just kept going. I was like, oh, OK. are we'll just keep keep on going, I guess. Um, yeah. Savai, Yada. And then I don't remember what later was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that was Undyne, everyone. Um, normally, we suggest Undina. Undina. sorry, I <laughs> Just <saying> said <laughs> God damn it, yeah. Undina. That was Undina. Um, but yeah, I think I know what I want to suggest for next next week. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Uh, are we doing one next week? When are, when are you supposed to be unavailable? Oh, um, so I don't know um i say just give a recommendation and if i no next week yes we'll go with yes okay well my i move on the 31st which is the day after we'll record oh, okay so my recommendation for whenever the next time we record in case it isn't yep. next week mm-hmm. uh yeah. will be i want to do boogie nights man i want to watch boogie nights i keep hearing things about it being good yeah but we, we we did boogie nights no we didn't on the podcast with dave oh you did it without me yeah. Um. Yeah. You did it without me? <laughs> yes. I don't recall. I thought Yeah. Oh shit. It was shit. when it was God when you it. were moving and we we yeah. decided to I was I was having guests on and Dave wanted to do boogie nights. We watched boogie nights. Shit, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I was over here thinking you didn't. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I was hoping to be available for Boogie Nights, but um, I guess you guys did that. All right. Then in that case, I won't do Boogie Nights. Instead, uh, there was a couple other things that I wanted to watch too. Okay. Like um, yeah. like Eyes Wide Shut or I think we talked about, what was it, Killing of a Sacred Deer or was it The Lobster? Uh, the Lobster was the one that you said you had interest in. Let's do The Lobster then. I really do want to watch that, so we'll do the lobster. Okay. New lobster, yeah. In case, lobster sounds fine. In case you're not in the mood for a the uh, fucking uh, Kubrick film, I mean, both are going to be really weird. So, <laughs> all right, we'll do the lobster because I've seen the lobster. I've not seen Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, no, uh, we'll just do Eyes Wide Shut then. Are you sure? Yeah, we could do the lobster another time. I do still want to watch there that, um, so we could do that another time. But let's get a fresh one. Let's do Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, and I know what my my next recommendation is going to be. Is it going to be a black one. and white film? Is it going to be French New it Wave? It is. No. Okay. It's a black and white film, but you're still actually going to be hyped. I mean, yeah. It's, it comes with a caveat that I'm going to – like, essentially, I'll discuss with you before mm-hmm. I decide. Actually, we'll just throw it in the podcast. So it's a question of whether or not I can recommend this based on us trying to we, – we would both have to get, like, a trial to a uh, streaming service or – not mention how we watched it, <laughs> <laughs> or not mention how we watched it, yeah, okay. Uh, because I really want to have us the week after watch the new uh, the tragedy of Macbeth what? with Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand. What streaming service is that for? Apple TV. Oh, I have a free trial to that, but I guess okay, yeah, so that'll, <laughs> that'll be fun. I have a free trial to Apple TV, um, cool, but, but uh, it, it yeah. just looks so stunning. That film. Have you seen the, the trailers for new before? Macbeth? Yeah, I, I have. I have seen the trailer yeah. for the new Macbeth. Uh, there's also, isn't there also another one that's looking pretty crazy? Oh, no, 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 no. I think I thought there was, but it's actually called something else. But I think I have seen the trailers for the new Macbeth, and I think it does look pretty cool. Um, it looks yeah. really pretty. I saw the trailer for it after I told you we should do. Well, dude, I'm telling uh, Undina, you. And I was like, oh, fuck. You gotta watch The Green Fucking Night, man. <laughs> we gotta watch that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good and it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I know it's fucking weird too. I think you'd like it a lot to be honest. I've seen the like first tw- fifteen minutes. That that is nothing compared to like the rest of the damn movie. Let me just tell you. Yeah, yeah. The so like I mean the movie gives me very yeah. um like weirdly enough it gives me uh who's the guy who directed um Midsummer and uh and uh. Every aster. It gives me those vibes. It definitely has those kind of vibes, yeah. Because yeah. like I, I said, it that. feels... The mood makes you feel very uneasy like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, so it gives me those vibes. So, yeah. Uh, oh, we'll, be doing, uh, we'll be doing Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, fuck. Love I'm film. stretching right now, my bed. <laughs> and now I'll have to fucking look at Tom Cruise's good old fucking mug. Listen. For a whole film. <laughs> Tom Cruise... I don't know, man. That guy's weird. While he secretly sells me Scientology. I really, <laughs> I really don't mind him in movies, to be honest. Um, no, I actually don't either. Yeah. I actually quite outside of the fact that the sign that that uh, Mission Impossible is a massive Scientology like ad. Is it? Um, in a way, it is because the whole idea of Scientology is that if you have like enough what's it called money like the the no well that. <laughs> there's like what whatever particles they believe in mm-hmm. that like s- surround you and make it so that you can't die um so the more he when he comes out and he's like I did all of these stunts by myself and I didn't die because I believe in Scientology and I have enough I'm I'm fully cured or fully. Charged, or whatever the fuck that their expression is. No, that doesn't make Mission Impossible fucking ad, Reese. It kind of does. No, it, it doesn't. Does. He could it have literally does. said, "Because I believe in God." Like he could say whatever he wants. That doesn't make the movie an ad. It's just an action film. It's kind of an ad. It's no, not it's even close. It's kind of an ad. <laughs> oh, but gosh. yeah, outside of that. That being said, the newest Mission Imp- Mission Impossible is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched like any of them in a long time. I really want to do like a marathon where I watch them all uh-huh. from the first one, you know, because the first one was Ugh. a bit of a cultural ph- phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, though. I tried rewatching the first oh, one I recently and rough. I was yeah. like, I watched it a long like, time yeah, it's, ago. It's definitely not that great. It like doesn't hold up to to what they do in the newest oh, ones. Yeah. Like it just doesn't hold up. Yeah, it just keeps getting getting crazier and crazier, doesn't it? Yeah, like the la- the latest one. Um, uh, Tom Cruise actually did a, like, uh, it's like a short orbital drop where you drop at like a distance that's too low, but you have to, you have to then pull the parachute faster. But at the same time he had to do the scene where he's like helping somebody redo their oxygen and fix their parachute. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually did that. That is absolutely crazy. Um, and hats off. Even more so, everyone's praising Tom Cruise for learning how to do this fucking airdrop shit. Uh, and I'm like, can we give a little bit of praise to the cameraman who jumped out with him and had to learn that as well? I don't think the cameraman had to learn how to do that. The cameraman was probably strapped to another dude. Maybe, but still That's he had more to do likely, it. <laughs> still had to do it. <laughs> Imagine being like, "Well, I'm director of photography. I spent all my life learning how to do Camera angles, this, 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 and they're like, cool, can you jump out of a helicopter? Yeah, no, you want to jump guy, out of a plane? There probably is a guy absolutely specifically made for or not made, but his whole made. job is <laughs> they constructed him. His whole job probably is doing uh what's it called? Uh I guess like crazy stunt camera. Well not stunt camera, but like airdrop camera, you know, where you where you're jumping out of planes and shit. Because there's a lot of movies that have mm. scenes like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was a cameraman who is like dedicated to that, <laughs> and yeah. he probably makes but it's, it's tons of money. It's nuts, yeah. <laughs> to do that, it's type pretty of crazy, shit. yeah, because that shit's expensive and very, very life threatening. <laughs> Not to mention the camera equipment, possibly dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just <laughs> they're, sh- they're more. Boring. They're like this camera's <laughs> worth five hundred thousand dollars. He's like, I might die, and they're like, Yeah, but if you die, could you like? make sure the camera is fine right it has its own little parachute <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you think that your parachute's not working please deploy the camera's parachute <laughs> yeah and whatever you do don't let don't hold on to the camera the camera is worth more <laughs> but uh uh shit what was i gonna say oh um yeah no like apparently the next uh the next top uh, top gun's gonna be really crazy too when it comes to stunts. Really, and yeah, oh yeah, he's like doing. It's almost this. like he's making a Scientology advertisement. He's not making a Scientology... Just because he does his own stunts doesn't mean, fucking, it's a Scientology advertisement. Kind of feels like it is. No, not at all. <laughs> comes across like that to me. Going clear, that's what it's called. When uh, that's what they do. <laughs> when I sit there and I watch uh, a person do their own stunts, I don't think to myself. Man, I wonder who's protecting him. No, I don't think that at all. Just because he goes and says it afterwards doesn't mean that it's a Scientology fucking (laughs) commercial. Now you say that. Yeah, I do. I do say that. (laughs) But uh, on another note. uh, um, Eyes might shut. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was going to say you should download Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel because it's pretty good. Is it free? Yeah, it's free. Is it? Oh, Yeah. The, it's just it, so it's free. You have to do a few tutorials, and then um yeah, basically you have to. It's it's a weird concept of how to make the decks. So you can create cards. Yeah. So instead of having to just try and pay money to open packs to pull them, mm-hmm. you can <clears> just say, "I want this card. Make it for me." But each card has like a rarity, and then that like uh, the, that's how you kind of make them. So you have to take cards that you pulled that you don't want and, like, destroy them or dismantle them, as they call them. Mm -hmm. And then that gives you, like, a third of the cost of one card. So every card, if you dismantle, gives you a third of the cost. So right now, I think, what did I calculate? I need need 36 ultra rares Mm -hmm. to dismantle to turn into the ones that I want. That's (laughs) kind of cool. I like that they added that uh, system because it takes away a little bit of the... uh, The pay-to-play. Yeah, a little bit of that stupid grind it's still gonna yeah. take you a while and you still have to grind it but yeah. they gave it a better you option to, yeah you have to grind in pvp which is difficult because the only thing that's difficult like right now is like now i at first i was i spent you know i spent like 10 bucks because i figured or 10 pounds because uh-huh. i figured you know I, I would likely have spent 10 pa- if they said new Yu Gi Oh game came out and it's like fully like functional it's 10 pounds i'd be like okay yeah um so I put 10 pounds into it, and I built most of the deck that I want. And because of that, I was able to blast through the beginning um, like uh, tiers. Mm. But now I'm at a tier where other people are where I am, and now it's getting a bit more difficult. <laughs> yeah. I've always, uh, I've always seen Konami as pretty uh, anti-consumer. But with that said, uh, with what you just told me, that's actually quite nice to see that they're being a little bit better to the people who Mm. actually like their shit. (laughs) It's just frustrating because it means that it's like some of the game is very clear that they know what cards people want. Mm -hmm. And yet in the physical version, they just don't reprint them Yeah, (laughs) and they don't make them readily available. They're like, Oh, so that, you know, like they, uh, they give you like a thousand free gems to start off with. And then, you, you know, you can buy for 750 gems, uh-huh. 10 packs, and and it gives you an Ash Blossom, yeah. which is a really important, like, meta card that's relevant right now. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you're aware that people need that card, and you're aware that every copy of that card is 20 pounds right now, and everyone's mad because you didn't reprint it in Grand Creators, but you're aware that people want you to reprint it, and that it probably would sell products if you did. It just costs a lot to so do don't. that, to print <laughs> cards. Yeah, but they no, I'm talking about they've they're releasing new sets and in the new sets they haven't put that card in that set. They're, you know. Oh yeah, they're, Instead they're like we reprinted in Zectors and it's like great, cool, who cares. They're creating <laughs> that uh they're creating that demand. Yeah, and that demand is one of the cards that they that you can easily get in this game. That's in the same kind of package. It's 10 packs and mm. and you get a a card is is a card called Lightning Storm and that card's 100 pounds right now. So it's like okay, reprint that then. You clearly know we want it. Mm-hmm. Reprint it. <laughs> I don't know, man. They might be they might be moving to digital cards only. You know. Oh, I w- if that happened, I would immediately jump ship from that game. That's really interesting, though, right? Like, because there there's quite a few digital card games that exist, uh, yeah. such as what is that? There's like a Hearthstone. Oh, Hearthstone yeah, is has got really popular. Um, yeah. So maybe they're seeing a new way to continue to make money but for cheaper because printing cards cost more than probably creating that digital asset you know yeah so no 100 yeah. percent. yeah so they're probably going to make more money in the end on their uh their digital versions of things so i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if they just kept things like the way that they are <laughs> i mean we'll see yeah i'd be pretty upset if they got rid of um well reese i got news for you you're living in the past old man <laughs> <laughs> i remember back in my day yeah <laughs> where i had an actual dual disc <laughs> yeah we all have that i mean fair enough i did dude my wife had a dual back disc. in my day i had really yeah <laughs> tell your wife she's a cool mamma jamma. she is <laughs> she is um but yeah she had a dual disc with her and her brother and they used to play um Nice. Yeah, but I I, de- I never had one. I was the broke kid that was like, all right, well yeah. let me let me fold out my shitty paper fucking layout. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, dual discs uh, dual discs were terrible because uh-huh. uh, they ripped your cards and they were yeah they were really bad. They like destroyed everything that fucking you tried to put in them. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So it was it was they were pretty rough and like but we were kids so we didn't know that we were shoving our like cards that it would be worth five thousand dollars we were like let's put it in the dual disc i mean it was cool though yeah it was cool yeah and then you're like oh it ripped in the corner oh well and now i'm like fuck it's ripped in the corner <laughs> <laughs> yeah nowadays it's like damn dude because the card game has very much evolved <laughs> yeah yeah well like i think i said to i might have said this on the podcast before so t- if i have tell me mm. but like I, at this point if i have a kid the second it's like Hey, I want this thing because it's cool and popular with all the kids. Mm. I'm gonna be like, cool. We're buying two, and one of them is going in a storage container. Yeah, one of them is. We're not storage. touching it for 20 years. Exactly <laughs> right. You can have this, and you can play with it, but the other one is gonna be for collecting. <laughs> yeah, and then in 20 years, when you need to go to college, we'll pay for it with all the stupid shit yep. that you bought. <laughs> yep. I'm hoping a, uh, I'm hoping like my my car because you know it's it's last of its kind fucking V8 mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that shit's going to go up in value here with the whole fucking dude what is it the the EU I think it's the EU Um, that is going to be all electric no more gasoline vehicles in 2035 I thought it was 2040 no 2035 and that that is that is going to change a lot because yeah. if Nowadays. companies like Ford and GM still want to continue to Uh, sell over there they're going to need to be all electric and that includes you know every other brand so there's companies like uh, Ford and Ferrari or not Ford but Ferrari and all those other Italian supercar brands that only make Mm -hmm. big ass 12 V12 fucking petrol engines um, they're they're over here like damn dude we don't have the time or money to put into another fucking all electric drivetrain And it also kind of changes the identity of the brand too because Ferrari is known for their V12s and the engine sound and all that. Um, And to change that over to electric would kind of take the heart and soul out of their cars. Um, So they're they're, they're over there lobbying right now to (laughs) get Lamborghini (laughs) and Ferrari an exemption because of the fact that they only produce like 6,000 cars a year. Whereas the real big contributors to the to the issue of you know vehicle exhaust is the economy yeah. car brands such as Ford and you know probably um, Renault and uh, what's that other one again uh, Fiat and all that um, yeah they're probably like yeah get them get them to do it and and VW there's other German car brands too they like VW and all that they're probably like yeah they need to abide by it but because we only produce six thousand cars a year globally everyone else that produces five billion dollars or five billion cars collectively they all need to continue to obviously become electrified or whatever yeah it's i mean it's the same with what the eu's done with uh i think they passed it where they they've made it so that uh iphones have to use USB-C. oh yeah i heard about that too i think that's awesome Yeah, i'm glad they're and it's finally- it's another situation where it just means that like because they're I think it's one of the good great things of the EU is such a massive trading block, but yeah. also meaning uh like consumer base, where they go, if you want to lose this this giant amount of consumers, yeah. uh go ahead or change. And they can ask for that change to be for the better. Yeah. One of the simple things being like well, the big thing being like all electrics, because obviously that's gonna make a huge impact in the future of humanity, yeah. But also in the sense of, hey, Stop being shitty to uh, your consumers yeah. and make it easy for everyone to charge their phone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the thing that I like most about that whole situation is that the only reason why iPhone was staying proprietary is because they said that uh, by allowing them to not be restricted by that, they were able to continue to uh, innovate and you know, blah, 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 blah. But the problem is mm-hmm. they've had the, the type... What, what is it? The, the Thunderbolt or whatever? Or no, I think it was Lightning Bolt. Anyways, it's called like Lightning Bolt or something like that. Uh, th- Thunderbolt oh. is the new USB-C. Yeah. Um, lightning Light, Bolt. I think it's Lightning yeah. Cable is what they call it. Well, the Lightning Cable that they have. I don't know. Uh, has been the same for the past 5 years. If you're talking innovation, yeah. there is none. They just want yeah. something proprietary to cu- to charge people more money and make more money. So that's yeah. why the EU was like, yeah, you're not going to win this fight because you were fucking bullshitting by saying, you know, innovation. That's not what you're mm. doing. <laughs> you know. And uh No, it, it it's 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 yeah, it's fucking shit. Yeah, it's just money. I think it's so crazy to me that Apple is one of the most uh uh, what's it called um what what is it the most valuable company in the world. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Apple is one of the most valuable companies in the world, I believe. Um I think you have Amazon is up there as well. And right now, as of the last time I looked up though, which is another interesting thing, is that Musk, Elon Musk is actually the richest person in the world. I think it was Bezos for a bit there. But yeah, I I thought it was Bezos, but uh, now Musk passed him. Guess by how much? I swear to God, if it's like a billion, I'll be upset. One hundred billion. Fucking that's how much he's surpassed him. Bezos is like one hundred and something like one hundred and thirty billion. And Musk is two hundred and like fifty billion dollars. He has disgusting. Yeah, he's reached the top of the pack by so much. There's just like, what the fuck, dude? It's just it's fucking disgusting. It is insane. No, no one needs to no one needs to have even just one billion dollars because that's too much money. (laughs) It's the amount of time it would take for one person to to spend to spend that in their lifetime. Uh-huh. And it, the, yeah, you it, yeah, you can make arguments of um, no, that money's used to make more money, and it's like no, if at that point if he's making that much money on his own, he he clearly has the the resources available to him to 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 make that money easily enough now. Mm. Like he doesn't need to make more. Yeah. 100%. No one needs to make more. Like, imagine if there was a law that was put in, uh, like worldwide, and I know this would never happen, yeah. but a worldwide Ooh. law that if anybody, like, the maximum amount of money and wealth you're allowed to have is 1 billion. And I think that's pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot of fucking money, but the maximum yeah. being 1 billion, everything else you make or have after that all needs to go into like some some type of uh you know uh social security or you know public fucking fund that helps the rest of the people you know it's it's nuts yeah that'd be that'd be interesting because then you know we wouldn't have issues such as like homeless crisis uh, homelessness crises and uh, starvation being a thing in like a lot of countries you know a lot of countries where it shouldn't be a thing i should say you know i think that'd be really fascinating and I'm not saying give yeah. all the money to the government because governments are just as bad as the rich. It's just like – there's just no winning. But it's fucking nuts though. No one needs to have more than a billion dollars. Like this is crazy. Like I really don't. Yeah. Like shit. You can have like – Because it's, the, it's the, the very obvious statistic that even – but once it's said, it is just kind of like fuck. That's, that's awful is you are closer to being a millionaire than a billionaire is closer, is like, than a billionaire is to a millionaire. being a millionaire. Yeah. And think about how much you think you could do with one million. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What I could do with a million is fuck, man. I'd be good for I'll, probably the rest of my life. I'd probably be fine. With a, if I got a million dollars I, right now, I'd probably be fine for the rest of my life. I just saw a uh, YouTube title. That has clickbaited me into watching. It. I'm, I'm gonna watch it when this, when this is weird. Don't yep. this It is called Four Reasons That Black People Don't Play Tabletop RPGs. What? <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know it they didn't. Just, I mean, I didn't know either, but like, it's just got, it's the video is by some dude. Like, his channel's called RPG Elite, so I'm assuming that he likes them, but he's clearly black. But it shows a image of him next to like a Dungeons and Dragons setup and he's just big thumbs down. <laughs> um yeah, it's clickbait. And but I'm like, uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna see what the fuck's going on here. Like when I first started playing uh Dungeons and Dragons, it was with uh yeah. with uh, a buddy of mine and he was black. So I mean I don't know yeah. I didn't think black people didn't like tabletop RPGs. So well, clearly you're living in a fail in a false, a false fan reality. Fan, yeah, false reality of a, a fallacy. That's the word. I guess I guess yeah, I guess he wasn't that black. <laughs> in the he wasn't actually that black. In the immortal words of Joe Biden, he's just not that black. <laughs> <laughs> No, the other words of of Joe Biden is "I'm cool with black people," I'm or cool with... "black people think I'm cool." What was the? I don't. What know. was the term he said? I don't know that it one. It was really stupid. It was like he basically was just like, "Oh yeah, black people love me." <laughs> I just I don't remember that one. I just remember the whole like, "Oh well, what if uh, you know the? What do you have to say to to black voters? Uh, to, to it was like to get your voter who don't vote for you," and he was like, "Well, you're just not that black." I was like, "What?" For Not voting for you, they're not that's that black. yeah, no, you are thinking of the thing that I was actually thinking of. Oh, and that is, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, yeah, those voters are the words. aren't black if they've considered voting for Trump, yeah, you're <laughs> just not that black then, like, but it wasn't <laughs> not that it was they ain't black <laughs> as if, and I could just imagine him like trying to like make it sound all like hip in his old man kind of way. I can't believe he said that. it's like, yeah, dude, you were the vice to to fucking obama and maybe he gave you the pass but like that's in private not in public bro <laughs> like that's crazy that's so crazy yeah he said if you have a problem figuring out whether or not you're for me or trump then you ain't black or the was the exact quote. oh my god dude um, that's so like oh my god And then he later apologized and said, no one, no one should have to vote for any party based on their race, their religion, or their background. There are African-Americans who think that Trump is worth voting for. Uh, Oh, uh, I don't think so, and I'm prepared to put my record against his, and that was the bottom line of what it was. Uh, It was really unfortunate. Jesus. I mean, he just just boils down to that was extremely stupid. (laughs) Yeah, that was really dumb. Like, that was a really dumb sentence guy. <laughs> like you're supposed to you were supposed to uh, not cause <sighs> further uh was it um division yeah, yeah division or, or yeah. I forget the word I'm looking for right now. Well in fairness, that that was a speech you gave after once he won. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking idiot, man. Anyway. <laughs> I love how everybody like asked me about America stuff, like work and shit. So oh, like, really. Uh yesterday somebody was like, Hey uh, did you hear about Joe Biden? I was like, nope. No, what happened? He was like He, like, gave a speech yesterday, and somebody was like, oh, he did really well. Did he? I was like, good? I I don't know. I I didn't know that. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Joe Biden these days. I fucking dropped off the whole political thing, you know? Um, Holy shit, I've just realized something. What? He's from Scranton, PA. No way.
1: Yeah, he was born in Scranton.
0: Jesus Christ um uh and he i mean he is kind of a michael scott a little based bit on that comment yep. <laughs> he's kind of a michael that scott was very that was v- a very michael scott comment yeah yeah i if if you told me if you gave me that quote uh, and said who said it joe biden or michael scott oh dude. the only reason yep. i know it was joe biden for sure is just because i can quote that show so well <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's that's insane, though. Yeah, that would definitely be something that, like, uh, did Michael Scott say that? 100%. <laughs> like, Jesus uh, Christ. Oh, I'm going to have to try and f- make a game of this for the next podcast. Oh, did Joe, is it Joe like Biden or quotes. Michael Scott? Yeah, that'd be yeah, pretty good. Yeah, find quotes between the two of them. Yeah. Fuck me. Um, but that's pretty funny. But yeah, the only time I honestly really got, like, politically involved was due to the whole trump thing because i was just like no like i can't like i i actually had to step up and do something because i just couldn't let myself be represented by someone like that you know joe biden i could deal with not even just represented you technically you you served under him as your commander in chief yeah i did and i did i was not happy about it but you know i did it yeah um yeah but uh yeah no it's just like no i don't i don't I don't support this person. So and it's like even with Joe Biden, like I don't like him, but no. I don't mind that he's representing us. He's a much better figure to represent us like in yeah. foreign affairs and whatnot, uh, you know, because like when when Trump was was president, I was like, oh, God damn it. Now we're the goddamn stereotype. You know, everyone yeah. already thought that about America, but it was you know a little yeah. bit more difficult to prove. And then once even Trump was president, uh, yes, it was goodness. like son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> even as bad as I mean, we can we can go on a lot more about how fucking awful Boris Johnson, like the shit that's happened <laughs> yeah. with Boris Johnson yeah. in the most recent uh, coming weeks that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in the face of somebody like Boris Johnson, who's a fucking disgrace to the UK, <laughs> you you still have you still have that fucking recording which oh that was when I lost so much respect for Justin Trudeau as well. Oh yeah. Where you had that recording with Justin Trudeau, Emmanuel Macron mm-hmm. and and uh Boris Johnson were like all in the same room mm-hmm. and they're they're like a mic could pick up their conversation and they were like just talking shit on Trump. They're like, oh he's always so fucking like, so arrogant. He fucking pisses me off. I fucking hate that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and then yeah like uh afterward um Trudeau was like, no, that didn't happen. It wasn't me. Like, or that it was me, but that's you no, know, the audio. That's not what it said. Like it, it's doctored or this is this, this. And if you read my lips, I'm saying something else. And yeah. So why'd you, stupid. why'd you lose respect just because he was talking about another. Cause Earth. he lied. Oh, cause he, should because have he up lied. And said, okay. Yeah. He should have gone up and said, yeah, I said that he's late to everything. He's arrogant and he thinks, that, uh, he's the center of the world and he doesn't cooperate with us like a way, the way, uh, a leader of a country should. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, there's that great one where he's they're signing the documents for like the new NAFTA agreement Mm -hmm. and like uh Trump signed on the wrong line Mm -hmm. (laughs) he signed on like somebody else's name because it had like you know uh Trudeau uh Trump and then who was who was the um Mexican president at the time Oh, this is a new know. guy now, yeah. but it was the younger guy back then. Yeah. His name starts with an N, but he's not in power anymore. I think. I don't know. But yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, but yeah, and and like he signed on the wrong line, and then he was like, "Oh, it doesn't matter, does it?" And Trudeau was just like, "Well, we all get a copy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, it was. It was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, most interactions that I saw with Trump when it came to other nations, I was honestly embarrassed for. Um, even the ones where like, you know, like, yes, things did get kind of smoothed over with North Korea. I mean, at first it was a shit mm-hmm. show. Everyone thought World War three was oh, going to yeah. happen, but then well, was, don't, don't, don't sell the short might still happen. You know, it's fine. That, well, I think it's more so just going to be like a cyber cyber war versus like, you know, an actual war. Cause like, you know, nukes. No, I'm <laughs> talking about, um, Russia invading the Ukraine. And I oh, think oh yeah both, russia might might be that might be the yeah. next world war three yeah. and biden has said if you enter the ukraine we will treat it as an act of war oh yeah yeah but uh i'm fairly certain i'll double check that we'll see how that actually goes we can't just treat it as an act of war we got nukes man that'll be the end <sighs> What? What do you mean? What? <laughs> this is an even worse story. It says Kamala Harris insists that the U.S. will respond aggressively on Ukraine after Biden flub. Oh yeah, he probably. What did he do? He probably uh, back uh, went back Back-out? on his word. Yeah, he probably backed down as to not start World War Three. It's not. You know what I mean? Honestly, yeah. Honestly, the United States is. Terrified of Russia. Yeah. Like, we are I mean, terrified of Russia. Russia, to me, doesn't... Like, the my perspective on it all looks like Russia isn't scared of the United States at all whatsoever. How does... What do you mean? Like, it doesn't seem like Russia's afraid of anything the U.S. has to say. Mm. Like, it seems like they just yeah. kind of keep on doing them even though the U.S. is over here saying shit, you know? It feels like Russia is just going to keep doing it because they know that the United States isn't going to do anything about it. I think that's the I think that's the problem is that they have gotten away with so much in the past. Yeah, they've gotten away with a lot. And they've gotten away with a lot, <laughs> yes. and I think nobody's responding. And I think, yeah, so they they go, well, "What are you going to do? You keep saying that you are going to do something, you haven't done shit." So yeah, <laughs> and with having um, Putin as a leader for so long as he has been, yeah. Um, He's been able to gain confidence in his, uh, you know, leading and decision making because he's mm-hmm. seen multiple different presidents now and how they each kind of approach everything really cautiously. Whereas Russia is just like, yeah. no, nah, man, I've been here before and I've I've know exactly what to do. There's no caution. <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah. I mean, now there now there is a maybe with Kamala Harris saying that. No, nah, no, nah, she's still only the vice. Um, which does hold a lot of power, but not while there's a current president, you know. Yeah, well, so apparently it was her clarifying because basically uh, Biden just said nothing; like he he waffled the whole like press conference, and so she was clarifying what his intention was with his comments. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Because you know that's the our main problem with Biden, where I am not really happy with him is. Yeah, he's definitely – like, I'll be honest, I made a lot of excuses for Biden for a while about, like, uh, his his speeches and things like that yeah. and how bad he is at it. Yeah. And I really – because, you know, there's a big thing going around where it was like, speech no, he had a speech impediment yeah, as a child. I was like, that, oh, yeah. OK. Yeah, yeah, that's – I guess. And then out of nowhere, it came up on YouTube, the uh, interview with him when he was on uh, the Stephen Colbert show oh. back in 2016 when he was leaving office as vice president. Yeah. And he was so – switched on and it was like watching a different person and I was like yeah no that's not it's not a, an impediment yeah he's just old yeah no like his when he was vice for uh for Obama he was a yeah. completely different person 100 yeah. he's just too old he's becoming seen out. he shouldn't be leading the country um yeah. all he was was a figurehead uh, to get rid of Trump, Damn. and that's what we saw during Damn. the uh, Democratic uh, nominations. Is everyone was like, "Shit, we can't beat fucking badass Bernie Sanders," so we need to throw all of our resources and support towards someone who can. Yeah, and the only person who could was uh, was Biden, because you know a lot of the Democrats felt that the only person who could beat Trump was probably going to end up being Biden, because that was a big that was a big thing too. They wanted to win. Uh, against Trump and they felt like you know Bernie Sanders is too radical uh he will not win against Trump because he's too radical uh left hmm. yeah I don't know I think I think he still could have I think for he the could reason have that bite that Biden won is there's enough people who just didn't wanted to vote not Trump, which isn't good and I mean it's what no. I, I really thought Biden wasn't gonna win because to be honest I It was my problem with – my problem with most candidates is you you can't run on a platform of I'm not that guy. Well, there was a lot of people I know who would have never voted for uh, Bernie Sanders. Like a lot of people who were considering switching from Trump uh, was not going to vote if Bernie Sanders was was the nominee. So another big thing was they wanted to still get what voters who were going to switch from Trump. Uh, and they probably couldn't do that unless they had someone that they were probably yeah. more familiar with, such as uh, you know Biden. So I think it's unfortunate because I think I do I do I do like Bernie. Mm-hmm. You know I, I, I liked him in 2016. Yeah, I was kind of annoyed that he was trying to ro- run uh, for president in 2020, mm-hmm. um, and then he kind of won me over again, which made me more upset <laughs> that he didn't win yeah. because yeah. now he he won me over twice. Mm-hmm. And to watch him lose twice is just upsetting. But at the same time, he I think he's still gonna just go and do what he's best at, which is work in the Senate. And and yeah. and and be be a, just a good all around politician who actually cares about being a politician and helping people. If he doesn't run in the next uh, election He should not. He should not. Let's put that forward. He should not run again. No, no, no. But I'm just president. I'm just saying like I agree. He probably shouldn't. He'd be too old. He's too old. Um, yeah. Shit, he was almost too old this time. But uh, who? if he doesn't run, because there's always a possibility he will. Yeah. <laughs> the dude is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in like the good way. But uh, if he doesn't run, <laughs> I want to know who he supports, you know. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay. Well, kind of curious yeah. about that. Because then at least, you know, I know he's not going to just select some random person, you know, who paid him like yeah. some politicians. Do you know who you would want to see run in 2024? No, no, I really don't. Um I feel like that woman's going to run sometime soon. I don't remember her name. What, Warren? No, no. Well, Warren might run, but I'm not sure about or that. Or Kamala Harris. I don't want I know Kamala Harris is probably going to end up running. I know Kamala Harris is going to. I still just never understood like the Kamala Harris decision. Yeah. As uh, as the running mate. Well, <laughs> I mean it was it the obvious? height of the George Floyd protests. <laughs> yeah. But and they were like, you know who should we should have as Joe Biden's running mate? The head cop of California. It's still <laughs> a it's still a uh what's it called? It's still a um like person of color. It's still a minority female holding. She's a head cop! <laughs> I know, but that doesn't matter. It's <laughs> That her past—that's the that the, here's the thing. This is the problem with that I have with the with the left is the hypocrisy of that. Yeah, yeah. There's hypocrisy is, for sure. Yeah, but it also He's, makes an it image. It shouldn't matter who she like her color her the color of her skin or her gender. She's a fucking cop, and she's and not just not not in a bad way of like fuck all cops, but in the sense she's that like, she yeah uh, I in the research that I did going I don't know who Kamala Harris is I'm gonna look her up yeah. and I found out all I found like speeches of her being like her when she was going for. Where, uh, the, the the head composition that mm-hmm. I can't remember. What it was. I'll look, click on it now to find out what it was. Uh, it was... Ah, oh, fuck, where is it coming from? But anyway, like... District Attorney. Yeah. yeah, when she was running for District Attorney, she criticized her opponent for uh, funding programs that that got people out of prison and integrated them back into society instead of going for harsher punishments for prison sentences. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and that's the person we're happy that we've put in office after the George Floyd shit? See, <laughs> you say it's the hypocrisy of the Democratic side. They're both hypocrites on both sides. Um, yeah. They both, uh, you know, elect people. No, there's, there is hypocrisy Demo- Yeah, there yeah. is hypocrisy. I mean, look at I'm Trump. not saying Trump. just one side. Uh, Trump is the, one of the biggest hypocrites you know, we've seen, and that's mostly because we actually have a lot of evidence yeah. of his, of his hypocrisy. Whereas, uh, I'm sure the other candidates and other political people are just as big of hip- hypocrites. We just don't have as much recording and evidence as someone is a, with a TV personality. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're just, both sides are super hypocritical. Really what I think it was is that it was painting the perfect image of what they wanted for the democratic, uh, nominees. And that was, you know, you had, Barack Obama and um and Biden and then this was basically just a flipped version of that except now you have a female which made it even more a a better looking image you know what i mean i think it was more so about like what they were trying to put forward as a precedent you know what i mean that's the problem is i think that that was the the idea mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah but if i if i should i'm not voting for that I'm voting for who I think would be uh, a good person to to run things mm-hmm. and who I would put my vote up for via their their stances on certain things. And yeah. from what I looked up of her, I was like, no, I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah. And I, f- I mean, to be fair, the hypocrisy bit. There was plenty of people that I saw when the election happened that said – but that's the thing that you know. Again, what I don't like mm-hmm. is that people were saying like she's not a perfect candidate, but it, but at least we got this. And I'm like that. That's that was the Hillary Clinton argument. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, Hillary <laughs> like, was pretty bad too. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty bad. But yeah, enough about yeah. Uh, enough about politics. I think it's yeah. uh, sadly we have to end on it though. I think. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, oh shit. Yeah, we're two hours. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. So um, next week we'll be doing Eyes Wide Shut. That is directed by, um, what is it, Kubrick? Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Um, yeah. Let's, let me see. When, when did that movie come out? 1990. Sure. Yeah, 1999. One. No, 1999. Oh, 99. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little, little newer than we thought. Um, is that... Is that him alongside? Oh, it's Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. How cute! Yeah, we'll talk about how fucked that is yeah. when we get there. Yeah, I can't wait to see. I'm really excited. there's a good re- chance that Stanley Cooper caused that divorce. Isn't eyes wide shut about like the Illuminati or something crazy? It's about a an underground sex cult. Oh, speaking of speaking about Illuminati, I really gotta watch. Okay. Um, I, I don't think the Illuminati is involved, but I really want to watch. <laughs> uh, um, don't look up. Have you seen it yet? Uh, no, I'm not. I. I I I do want to watch it. I want it. to watch it too. Um, we could do like but, a little uh, side talk if we end up yeah. watching it before, you know, the next recording. I did see uh, a an article that was like after watching Don't Look Up, scientists have been asked what like plans they have for if a meteor shows up and I'm like you, I don't think people realize the point of that movie is that the the metaphor for the meteor is climate change. There's a lot of things. We should be, we should be more worried about the climate change thing and not about a theoretical meteor. There's there's a lot of things that um, that I think Eyes Wide Shut talks about, and I don't think yeah. climate change is the biggest message it has. You mean Don't Look Up? Don't Look Up. Sorry, not Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, yeah. yeah but there's a lot of things that uh, Don't Look Up talks about, and I don't yeah. think climate change is the biggest message it has. I'm I'm sure because again I haven't seen it. I just understand that like it's pretty obvious from the trailer and the fact that it's Leonardo DiCaprio that it's probably going to be about climate change. Leonardo DiCapuccino. <laughs> Leonardo DiCapuccino. I love that guy. Yeah, I really do. Nice f- and frothy he's, cappuccino of Leonardo in the morning, and he's alongside uh, what's her name too, uh, Jenny Lawrence and yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, and my, Timothy my, Chalamet. I didn't my even boy. Know yeah, so yeah, I mean, we have a pretty good cast. Uh, I think I, I always think Jennifer Lawrence needs needs the right kind of director or script to truly shine because she can yeah. she can really be meh. <laughs> um, Leonardo, yeah, though, she's I always not love directed watching. properly. Yeah. Yeah. I think she needs, like, in a way, like, somebody who's just, like, really... Oh, it's no, it's Adam McKay, who... Yeah, so... Let me just double-check when Adam McKay... No, I don't... Never mind. Not sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll try and give it a watch soon. Um, but I don't have Netflix, so... Yeah. Well, then. Anyhow, I guess you just... Uh, shall we call it here, then? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Okay. Well, uh, see you next week, everybody. Mm-hmm.